Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and today I'm here to cover two Blu-ray releases of Shazam! Fury of the Gods, which is a 4K Blu-ray release, and I'm here to cover Max Fleischer's Superman Shorts Blu-ray, which both are now available to purchase at your local retail stores. And before we begin today's episode, I would like to thank Warner Brothers for sending me a review copy of these discs for purposes of this podcast episode. And of course, before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. That is optics with an X. Or you can email us at filmoptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. So, as I mentioned before, we're going to be covering two Blu-ray home entertainment discs here for you today. Like I said, I have the 4K Shazam Fury of the Gods disc, and I have the standard Blu-ray Max Fleischer's Superman Shorts disc with me as well. We're going to go through my initial reactions of both, as well as the picture quality, the audio quality, the special features, and of course, my final thoughts on these to let you know if this is something worth adding to your home entertainment, aka your Blu-ray collection. So without further delay, we're going to kick things off with our Shazam Fury of the Gods 4K Blu-ray. Unfortunately, we don't have an intro this time around just for time's sake on my side because I am a bit pressed for time when it comes to the editing. But let's kick things off with our Shazam Fury of the Gods 4K review. Now, for those who caught this film during a theatrical release, I know there's a lot of mixed feelings when it comes to this um, when it comes to this movie altogether. But the good thing is, if you enjoyed the movie enough, you can purchase it on a 4K with the Blu-ray combo that arrived on May 23rd. That is Tuesday, May 23rd, and it will run you around $29.96 if you're trying to snag it from Amazon and or Best Buy. And of course, the plot of this film continues the story of teenage Billy Batson upon reciting the magic word Shazam is transformed into his adult superhero alter ego titled or named Shazam. So if you follow us all together, you actually know that we covered this exact movie uh, during a theatrical run. And, you know, me and my co-host, we were a bit lukewarm on it. As far as my initial reactions go, I'll kind of just rehash a few things. Um, I love the first film so much. In fact, it's one of my favorite DC movies of all time. But I also felt like a four-year wait for the sequel for Fury of the Gods was much too long of a wait for a um, film of this caliber. But, you know, I could go into the politics when it comes to, you know, how Black Adam impacted the story of Shazam 2 and how Warner Brothers made the decision 
not to include Black Adam in the sequel, but that is a conversation for another day. But as far as the rest of my initial reactions goes, I feel like uh, this film just felt like a first draft of a script that had a lot of potential but was never explored. I feel like Asher Angel, who plays Billy Bats in the kid version, takes a uh, back seat in this film. And of course, Zachary Levi is the main focus of Shazam 2 or Shazam Fury of the Gods or just Fury of the Gods, however you like to pronounce it. But it is a bit unfortunate that Zachary Levi took up more of the screen time. I was hoping more of a duality between Billy Batson, played by Asher Angel, and Zachary Levi, played by Shazam. Um, like I said, that is a bit unfortunate. But Jack Dylan Grazer, who plays Asher Angel's, or excuse me, Billy Batson's uh, best friend slash foster brother, and Rachel Zeckler, uh, both stole the show for me. And it was fun when Jack and Rachel were on screen with their respective roles. But when it came to everyone else, um, everyone else's character arc, it unfortunately was extremely forgettable for me. And I'm not sure if Shazam films or these Shazam films specifically were going to connect to James Gunn's new plan for his new DC studios, uh, his new universe that will be kicking off with Superman Legacy. But enough of my initial reactions. When it comes to the picture of Shazam Fury of the Gods, I truly feel like this shines on the 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray format that is a a long, long title to say, but I I truly feel like the picture quality shines here. Uh, thanks to an often outstanding Dolby Vision HDR transfer, it shares a visual aesthetic with the first Shazam movie that came out about four years ago. And it's no surprise that Warner Brothers enhanced uh, the transfers, like they borrowed the transfers heavily from the same framework as in that being from the same Shazam film. I feel like the color palette and the Dolby HDR transfer from the first 4K Shazam movie was very apparent here. But the Dolby Vision HDR upgrade for those tech nerds out there, um, I think it's expertly used. Um, there are a lot of spectrums of colors used by the Shazam family that emphasize like the golden slash brown earth tones, um, which are also used by the Daughters of Atlas, which is what uh, Rachel Zeckler is a part of the quote unquote antagonist of this movie um, in their own domain. When you go into the Daughter of Atlas's domain, it really, those black levels really pop and they're very favorable as well. Um, a lot of deep inky blacks as well when it comes to uh, shadow depth. But overall, I believe that this is an impressive video quality uh, for this movie, but unfortunately not for a standard reference level for a 4K transfer. Now, when it comes to the audio of this film, um, the Dolby Atmos track sounds fantastic. And it's something that's... When it comes to audio, you know when it really just pops out or when they make the best use of it. But I feel like um, even though as good as it sounded, there are a few areas where, um, you know, there's an unusual use of 
soundscapes um, in certain spaces. Um, there are a lot of basic auditory aspects such as like the heavy dialogue scenes, the conversations that are perfectly clear. You can definitely hear the crackling of a lightning strike every time a Shazam family member transforms. But during the quieter conversation sequences, um, that's when the audio doesn't shine as much. It's not as lively or expansive. For example, if the foster family is running through their house, you know, moving all over the place, bouncing off the walls. Um, you get a spatial effect that feels a bit constrained altogether, but much like the picture quality, again, like overall the audio quality, it's great, but much like the picture quality, um, it's not a reference level for people to look into. Now, um, (laughs) this is moving on to the special features, which is actually my favorite part of reviewing this product or this Blu-ray disc, this package altogether, because there are a lot of special features here and we don't see that a lot when it comes to newer movies. Uh, Sometimes you'll get a movie and or TV show with no special features whatsoever, uh, much like the His Dark Material season three um, Blu-ray release. I'm still a little salty about that. But when it comes to the special features, most of the special features for Shazam Fury of the Gods are going to be on the Blu-ray disc. Uh, the 4K disc only comes with the audio commentary with David S. Sandberg, who was the director of the movie. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a lot of content to dig in for the Blu-ray disc when it comes to the special features, especially the deleted scenes, which there's 31 minutes of deleted scenes. And somehow it makes me wonder how a lot of those deleted scenes did not make it into the final cut. But like I said before, you have about a good, a little bit like of an hour and a half of special features, which I don't think is terrible. There are a lot of, like I mentioned before, the deleted scenes. There's the Shazam, let's make a sequel, uh, HD featurette, which is about 24 minutes. Um, you have a lot of the Shazam Zack effect, um, one of the shorter, um, special features there, but overall I think it's a decent, um, serving size of special features as far as they could possibly, uh, put in this package. But, When it comes to my final thoughts of this film and this package altogether, I feel like this film has its moments and the final act is pleasantly action-packed, 100%. But the film overall just loses sight and loses the heart of what made the original film so charming. Um, I always view the first Shazam movie as a Christmas movie. That is just me personally. But, you know, that's just how it went for me. I just did not enjoy Fury of the Gods as much as I wanted to because the posters looked awesome. But, you know, sitting there in the theater, I was like, something just feels like it's missing. And I wanted to like this movie so much. And I know there's a lot of people who did. So if you are a fan, I think this is worth picking up at bare minimum. 
Um, if you are on the fence about picking this up to add to your Blu-ray collection, you can now stream it on the previously known HBO Max, which has now been titled Max. That's a whole another can of worms conversation, another conversation for another day. But you can definitely stream it on Wonder Brothers um, Max streaming service to see if it is worth picking up a hard copy to add to your Blu-ray collection. Now it's time to move on to our second Blu-ray coverage, which is Mac Flesher's Superman Blu-ray review. This is a series of 17 shorts that ran from 1941 to 1943 and is available now in stores. It released on the 16th of May in 2023 and will run you around $24.99 for Amazon and or Best Buy, depending on where you pick it up. It could be a little bit of a difference of price, but overall, it is a whopping crazy, crazy ride. I've never really watched anything this old outside of a few other films, but watching something as old as, you know, this version of Superman really put a lot of things into perspective. Um, If this overall, when it comes just to my initial reactions, Um, This was an easy watch for me. As I mentioned before, I'm not the biggest Superman fan in the world, but it was fun to go back in time and watch these cartoons, um, these shorts, I should say, um, of the Man of Steel. Like I mentioned before, this disc, uh, this single disc does contain 17 delightful little Superman canon chapters that clearly were impacted by George Reeves's Superman television series of the 1950s. There are a lot of episodes here that are a bit formulaic, but it works for the time of their original air dates. Um, and the visual style has been, I think, a, a impact and more of a DNA or more of a reference point for um, DC's later successful animated series such as Batman and Superman, the animated series that came out um, both in the 90s. But as this is my first time viewing these shorts, I did do a little bit of research online that leads me to believe that this isn't maybe the best physical copy that you can get your hands on, Um, starting with the picture quality. um, To point out really quick, when it comes to new restorations of older films or older TV shows, um, those new restorations are meant to make those movies or series appear better than they were originally released. And given that these shorts um, had a previous home video release on DVD, I feel like the Blu-ray version of Mac Flesher's Superman had a lot of opportunities for improvements. But unfortunately, I feel like a lot of those opportunities fell flat. The picture quality overall looks very soft to a point with no real fine line of animation or details uh, remaining in the image Um, as it goes for the original film grain. If you actually were able to put these up on DVD, uh, a lot of that original film grain has been scrubbed away. I've seen a lot of side by side comparisons between the original featurette and the Blu-ray release. Um, personally, I don't think that the Blu-ray transfer image looks terrible as most people would suggest that I've seen online, but 
I will say, again, if you are looking at the original featurette and the Blu-ray image side by side, there are a lot of noticeable differences. Uh, for some reason, and in some cases, when it comes to Blu-ray uh, transfers, just even standard Blu-ray transfers, they're not always as cracked up to be just because there is a old piece of media that is hitting a new version or meeting a new format of current home entertainment does not necessarily mean that it's going to look as good as the original. You know, a lot of these transfers uh, get messed around with during the, you know, let's say DVD to Blu-ray transfer or VHS to Blu-ray transfer or VHS to DVD transfer. Sometimes the newer formats are not as uh, good as the original formats as some of these media projects have released on. But, you know, like I said before, if I didn't know about the side-by-side comparison, my thought process would have been a little bit different, but there's definitely a difference. The Blu-ray collection looks a lot more cleaner. They get rid of a lot of the film grain but there are a lot of film grain enthusiasts out there who much rather keep that in because it leaves for like the authenticity and what have you. But again, I don't think the Blu-ray looks bad, but compared to the original DVD release of the picture side by side that I've seen, it's definitely noticeable. And I think I actually rather just have it with the film grain overall. When it comes to the audio, for the most part, I think that the mono tracks for these episodes are in pretty good shape. The language is clear with little to no hiss and the sound effects are very energetic, engaging, They're very loud. <laughs> I was watching this with my um, Samsung soundbar and whew, like things really just start booming like the the soundtrack in these uh, 17 episode shorts really just like pop out at you. From one episode to the next, each adventure typically sounds fairly excellent, fairly decent altogether, with a classic narration of laying the mood for the action of that episode to come. Now, unfortunately, uh, like we had talked about with Shazam, Fury of the Gods, how that was riddled with special features. Um, this special feature section for um, Max Flesher's Superman uh, shorts, they're, they're, it's very light considering. There, there's three pieces of special features here. There's the new Max Flesher's Superman speeding towards tomorrow, which is like an extra episode that you get. And then you get a few other different, you know, first flight Flesher Superman series type documentaries. Um, altogether, this will run you for the um, special features about maybe 40 to 45 minutes. There really isn't too much here, which is kind of disappointing, but that kind of leads into my final thoughts of this Blu-ray release. And I would personally skip this one. 
Uh, there's not much here to warrant the price of $25. And I was very excited to give this a chance given the success with the first five Superman films, including the Richard Donner cut for Superman 2, the Christopher Reeve films, I should say. Uh, but this experience for Matt, uh, Max Flesher's, um, you know, Superman shorts kind of left me lukewarm with the experience. And unfortunately, I don't think I'd be returning to watch this or show this to anyone as like an awe-inspiring moment like hey you know it's just not really for me and I don't think it's worth um, anyone really picking up unfortunately if you already have your hands on the DVD I would definitely uh, keep a hold of that collection but I can't really recommend this to anyone unless it's purely for nostalgic reasons and for whatever reason you're not able to get your hands on the blu-ray you i mean excuse me not the blu-ray but the dvd uh you do have the blu-ray review as well and i believe there's also a blu-ray collection that dropped a few years ago that comes with a few extra goodies um but yeah when it comes to this it's just a bit relatively light and i just can't recommend this to anyone unfortunately but with all that said, that is a wrap on today's episode. If you like what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, or your significant other. Make sure to share an episode of the Filmopics podcast with a movie lover in need. And with all that said, that is a wrap on today's episode. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. I'm your host, Christian, signing off. And we'll see you guys in the next one.